forsooth, adverb, archaic. In truth, in fact, indeed. Now used in derision or to express disbelief. Another week, or two weeks I should say, in another special podcast. I think part four now. Okay, so at what point does this just become the season? So, I didn't want to keep holding people in suspense. So our plan is, should be the next one you hear will be an actual podcast. Uh, but we are going to have to do it distanced. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be working a little bit around that and talking to the people that are going to be on the next podcast so we can set things up. Because we're not going to start it, though, until we're able to make sure we're able to sustain it. Because it is a weekly podcast. It's not a bi-weekly podcast or a twice-a-month podcast or however you view bi-weekly meaning. I mean, that makes sense. Um, we got to line up guests. We got to get shit in order and... Make sure that everything is sustainable. Yeah, because I mean, we've we've already got a, like quite a few companies that have that are partnered with us specifically for giving us things to try out and drink during the podcast with our guests. Yeah, but it's hard to get that to the guests when we can't get to the guests. And I mean, I know everybody in the world is trying to force open the doors and suicide grandpas and grandmas <laughs> in the infirmed specifically so that they can make the almighty dollar. But you know, like. I don't want to. It's just... It's insane. You know, the whole... The world is on fire, basically. And we're being told that we still need to go to work. You know, like, oh, that's not that bad. The analogy would be better in the fact of... The building's on fire, but you still have to check in the lobby. Even if the building's on fire. Because the almighty dollar is important. It, all it is is just capitalism. They would rather have no money lost, not one red cent, at the cost of however many lives it takes. I think that might be racist. The red cent comment? Is that racist? No. It's not racist. You can't call things colors? Like, come on. I, look, I love entomology of words. I just don't know if... Entomology? Did I say that wrong? Etymology? Yeah, etymology. Thank you. Thank you. Don't look at me like you knew that. <laughs> I did know that. Entomology. Look, the study of tree people is very important to me. Oh my god. And as you know, redwood is a very sensitive topic for them. <sighs> you gonna say redwood is racism? Just saying, you can't say wood and nickel around ants. Oh my god. So... <laughs> All I'm saying, though, all I'm saying is that, you know, it's, the whole situation is very ridiculous, and I'm very frustrated by it, and it's just, you're right, it does seem as if the nation is just like, we're okay with you dying. Literally somebody said that on the news. There was a politician that was like, we need to reopen the economy, and the news anchor was like, yeah, but everyone's dying. Would you rather make a dollar at the expense of somebody's life? And they go, yeah, you know what? It's not that bad, though. You know, don't worry about your grandma and grandpa. They can handle themselves. Someone specifically said in a post, and it was, um, if people are struggling in the economy because the, the, 
procedure to do to keep to save lives is making it difficult. You change the economy, not the conditions to save lives. Oh no, but the the cure is worse than the uh, the, the problem, according to certain people. I'm just hoping that the people in their 20s um, and 30s in 20 years, when they're the group that is most likely to be in control, looks back to this moment and tears everything down and rebuilds it. Because it's not going to happen this year in this election. It's not going to happen the next year, the year after. It's not going to happen for a long time because humanity is stupid. Just generally speaking, not specific people. Except I can point a couple. I mean, point of more than a couple, but yeah. But it's just like, we're... I can't stop looking at the situation and thinking to myself that we deserve it. We've let this happen. As a nation, we have fallen to idolatry. We have fallen to greed. We've become ridiculous. And just the constant idea that, you know, like idiots... We've allowed this country to become this. It's insane. The fact that we can't do the thing that we did a hundred years ago to save lives is mind-boggling. It wobbles the mind. The fact, well, just the fact that like our great-grandparents were able to save lives <laughs> fighting a pandemic. And so much has happened over the last hundred years that we've lost the ability to make common sense decisions to save lives is insane. I want to say that it's because we've been so poorly educated over the last few decades. Like, the the strain that's been put on the school system, on the education system in general is a huge impact on how we react to things just as humans because we don't know or care or whatever and then you add into it the the need for immediate satisfaction you know see i would i would understand that for people above 35 and the reason i would say that is the war intellectuality and the shutting down of programs it originally didn't start with attacking intelligent people in science it started with arts and then it became attacking the sciences. So, I mean, that's happened in our lifetime. So, like, we don't have an excuse. So, let's not give our parents an excuse. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Well, that's, have... the, that's the need for immediate, um, immediate gratification, you know, is, is my, our parents, um, our generation, and, and the generation after us. Is We all need that instant thing we all need the amazon same day delivery we all mm. need like immediate shit you know i will say and this that's why we don't have the protest culture anymore is you know we don't have the the people's uh, not as much as we should i think is what i should say uh, we, we don't have people marching in the streets you know in complete unison we have maybe 10 percent of us doing that so and here's here's the problem about the it's not so much that we don't have the people protesting it's that Protesting only goes so far. It's it's like the idiots in our generation that were like, oh, just don't get gasoline on Wednesday. And it's like, yeah, but you're going to fucking get gas on Thursday. Protesting does nothing if you don't back up the actions down the road. 
you want to go and fight politicians who are like openly womanizing and you go and you march in the streets of Los Angeles, that's fine. Unify. Realize you're not alone. And then show that in votes. Mm-hmm. Show that and reaching out and making sure that every single person who feels the way you feel puts their fucking name and their choices down in a piece of paper that goes in a goddamn fucking ballot. But the problem with our generation, the problem with this world as it is right now, is everyone wants to march for one day, but no one wants the dedication to make change. So maybe you're right about the instant gratification being it. You think that, like, oh, I've saved the day because I marched. Mm-hmm. Funny thing about that, in regards to, like, the things that really changed the world with regards to, you know, gender equality, back in the old days, the women getting the right to vote, women's suffrage, uh, like, you know, you the whole thing about racism and, and fighting for, for change in that venue, it wasn't because people fucking just marched. It's because people got out, they grouped together, they made a voice, they marched, and then they fucking followed the fuck through. Yeah, exactly. It's not holding a goddamn sign. It's it's carrying that sign with you to the fucking poles. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing that. We're not following through. We're a lazy generation. The generation after us is less lazy, surprisingly. They they see the outrage. Yeah. They're protesting going to school until the, the guns thing is solved. But you know, the and- generation after that is worse. <laughs> it's an ebbs and flows. Okay, so there's one thing I always thought was hilarious. The idea of like, oh, so your parents were very like controlling in your life and they basically made sure to cover everything for you so it produced you as a child who couldn't take care of yourself who then passes that down to their child that has to do everything because their parents didn't take care of them yep. who then they're controlling over their kids and does everything yep. for them it's a fucking cycle yep so just humanity should just call it quits like well, let's just close the gates and just be like hey we're done everyone we <laughs> fucked up I don't think it's even going to be that simple you know it's we would never admit that we fucked up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe three of us left after the pandemic kills everybody. Yeah, Just going like... Not our fault. It was know, his fault. If we opened up earlier, this never would have happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have to talk about entertainment to some degree. Uh, oh, because man. if we don't, we're not technically an entertainment-based podcast. Um, so we've recently started to see the effects of um, COVID-19 shutdown affecting entertainment where is the witcher i know that's not so much a problem the witcher the main problem is is shows like uh the flash uh and even blacklist a lot of shows not being able to finish their seasons because they can't film the scenes to finish the episodes so this hear, is the fucking writer strike heroes bullshit all over hear, again. Hear me out on this. It's actually worse because this stopped mid episode. It's like, <laughs> like it's like halfway done with an episode, halfway done with like five episodes because they don't film things in order, and like it's like, well, we have got half of like these episodes. We can't do anything with them. Um, and it's really interesting because when they come back, they're not going to throw away that footage. So they're going to come back next year, in theory, with that in footage film finished. And the characters are going to look different in one scene. It's My sister and I, when we were a lot younger and a lot meaner, we played a game with uh, Batman Forever. Or Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Where we would say, okay, where's fat Alicia Silverstone? And oh, where's God. skinny Alicia Silverstone? Because in the middle of filming... That's so she fucked put up. On, I, I'm not debating that fact. It's really fucked up on so many levels. But in the middle of filming, 
she drastically gained a lot of weight. And I'm saying, you know, I'm fine with her with a little bit of weight, I'm fine with it not. But there was a major difference in the character between scenes. And because the movie wasn't filmed in order, you could tell. <laughs> you feel like they're skinny. That's skinny her. There's fat her. And it was it was noticeable. So when we're watching this, we're watching this show, so when it comes like next season, they're going to put those end episodes at the front end, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to be like, okay, yeah. look, there's that character a year younger. There's that character a year older. And God forbid any of them get a scar. Oh, man. <laughs> it's really going to fuck with continuity. But uh, it's, That's what makeup is for, though. They do a really good job. So I was thinking about that, and that's a major thing that's been happening recently, is, is that uh, Robert Pattinson's been talking about not keeping in shape during the off time for the Batman movie. He's this mental thing about, like, oh, I don't want to make an unrealistic image of body image during this right, time. Right, and, that's, and it's like, that's noble, but also Batman is literally a fucking jacked ninja, so... First, first of all, he's making it harder for himself down the line. <laughs> you're gonna have to put that all back on just maintain motherfucker just maintain but <sighs> he's a it's, jack ninja it's just hard. do it they've already filmed scenes if he's not able to get that body back in a year or so they can't keep holding filming I mean, for him to get some muscles and so Batman's gonna look Less muscular in some scenes. But look at what Christian Bale has done with his career. Like, he's jumped body types, like, scary levels within the same year. Between movies, though. But, like, within the same year, he's gone from, like, the machinist to fucking... Let me me put it that way. Imagine if they shot Batman halfway through, and then he had to go make Machinist and come back to Batman, and he did not look the same anymore because of the damage into his body. I imagine that Christian Bale is such an extreme piece of shit that <laughs> he, is he so literally he's so extreme. he would literally measure his Batman muscles and take before photos okay. and then fucking match it. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I get that. I can imagine the studio's doing that, too, He's right? next level fucking nuts, man. Robert Pattinson has to have exact measurements for his suit that he wears, because it's got to be, like, perfectly fitted to him. So, that being said... I just said, really hope it's along the lines of Henry Cavill, where they have to have multiple pants on set, because he keeps splitting them with his thick booty. Thick booty. With his PC-loving thick booty. Oof. But, uh, that is a thick booty. But I'm just saying, like, what happens, though, when the thing's over, if he's not able to get back to there? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you if have so I feel little you faith fight, in him. You fight for it. Like, oh, it's, we know exactly where it's to be. What if he can't? If Robert Pattinson happens to be listening to us, which I really, really doubt, you can do it. Put your mind to it, and you can you can do whatever you want. He made you Twilight. Don't, I don't think Don't you listen to Eric and his naysaying bullshit. You just, you can do it. I believe in you. I don't, except for one thing. The whole, uh, well, first of all, you know about the Twilight book coming out, right? Uh, I try not to. So he's refused to work with her. It's better than that. She's nuts. Did you not hear the full story? I guess not. All right. So she a long time ago, like I think like five, ten years ago, maybe. Well, God, it's been a long time. Uh, she wrote a, a draft version of her next book, which is basically the first book, but all from oh, from the perspective of the the, the vampire. vampire. Yeah, uh, which was played by Robert Pattinson, Edward. And so it's, it was interesting. It's like, oh, you want to fucking really milk this story for all the money you can get out of it? I see. Yeah. Just change the pronouns. It's cool. I instead of him. Now. Let me just spend two or three chapters watching her sleep. Right? But so, like, no, like, 
She was so creepy. Did he touch himself when he was watching her sleep? Like, I wonder. Oh, God, that's creepy. Isn't it? That's really creepy. Probably. I imagine so. He, 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 the character was a creep. I don't Complete know, but the, the actor might be one, too. I don't know. But so uh, she came at him and was like, in this fantasy world, she viewed he was Edward. Yeah, because she's thing, fucking unstable. She's. I don't know if it was then. I think then she wasn't as attractive. But she's not that. She's not bad looking. But she's no, but like, she's unstable. She's like 15 years older than him. It doesn't... Well, age is just a number, Eric. Yeah, when it's double your age, though. (laughs) Age is just a number, unless it's like... Everybody's of legal consenting age, Eric. Oh, no. that's Age is just a number, Eric. Oh, don't say things like that. You're going to get some trouble. Nambla's going to pay attention to us now. Oh, man. But, um... Hey, Nambla! Where do you get fans, I guess, right? Um, But no, um... The main thing about it is, so she was obsessed with him, and so she gave him a copy of the, the draft early. And so he just wanted nothing to do with her. And he was, like, really freaked out and, like, you know, pissed off. So he leaked the fucking book. Yeah, of course he would. And so she got so mad. And she said, this literally, like, I don't think that I'm in the right space to finish this book right now. Because I feel so betrayed that I can't imagine writing the story any other way unless, like, except for the way that, I guess there's, like, a point where two vampire clans fight. It's like, so-and-so clan would have won. And then all, like, the vampires be dead. It's like... What? Like, first of all, maybe wow. I don't get it. She's so petty. Maybe I don't get it because I'm not a fan of the series. I don't understand any for references. But, like, that's stupid, right? That is super stupid. She literally, like, I know. First of all, for her to be writing a draft. He shared it early, so burn it down. The thing, she wrote that book out, in draft at least. And you know what that means? It means she already had a contract for that book. Someone had given her, like, a deposit, a down payment... For her work, and she already had a contract filled out, and she's basically that's not necessarily bang. true. It could have been. Oh, I bet you. I it bet could you. have been an AU, and it could have been AU alternative universe, and it could have been um, something that she just had in her spank bank. Oh, that's creepy. It could have just been spank bank material, well, wait, and she was you? showing it to she was showing it to Edward <laughs> to oh. get his approval. And lure him into her bed. All I'm saying, all I'm saying about this is... And also in her mind, Edward, and not Robert Pat Edward... Patricia. It, it looks 15 years younger than her, but is definitely 300 years older than her. So technically it's okay. I thought, I thought he was like only like 100 or something. Or whatever, I didn't read the fucking book. You know how vampires work? Look, my only can, vampire, my only vampire book reference is Lestat. Can we? All right, can so, we not gloss over the fact that this creepy guy is over hundred years old and he keeps going back to school? Oh, he keeps going to high school because he's trolling for Poon. That's creepy. Oh, is it though? Because you look like you got a nineteen-year-old face. For, here's the thing: I couldn't even think about dating anyone younger than like twenty-five. Just because... When you were 19? I would find them boring. I was along the same lines, but also because women mature faster than men. I'm talking about now, because imagine... Not, I'm, I I'm asked my you that age, was when you were 19. I'm saying my age now, I look at that and I go like, that's too much work. If it's he's, way too much work. If he's 100, he's already fucking tired of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Let me tell you something. I can't imagine my grandfather dating a 16-year-old. When, when I was in third grade... I was already tired of kids and only wanting to hang out with adults because adults got me. That sounds like a trap. (laughs) 
Well, I would hang out with teachers and stuff, but yeah, it was... Oh, you got some people fired. It was one of those fucking, like... You got some people fired. People my age are stupid, and I don't understand why they don't know that they're stupid kind of mentalities. What I've learned specifically from this pandemic is everyone's stupid. Oh my god, everyone is so stupid. Everyone is the stupidest. I saw a guy... So I was in the store yesterday, right? So whenever we buy soda... I hate going to the store I now. I know, I know. Whenever I buy soda, we, we bring it in the car, we wash our hands, we put it, we quarantine it for three days because it's a plastic bottle. Even with CDC's bullshit backing up now that Trump told them they have to basically Jesus Christ. Two different line. It's like, I, I don't even I, want to talk I about that. don't want it. I wash my hands and whatnot. So I'm... Yeah. I've had to explain to the boy... That well, I can't buy him a 20-ounce soda. It's more than that, though. It's like we, we do that. We get in the car. We hand sanitize everything well, yeah. in the car. We hand sanitize ourselves. We and then our we sanitize down. the masks when we take them on and off. And then when we get inside, even though we had a bath and hand sanitizer in the car, you still wash your hands with soap and water. It's just, it's, we, you know, control the containment whatnot. But, it's the best of your ability, yeah. But that being said, like, the boy the other day was like, oh, I want a soda. Give me a 20-ounce soda from the market. I'm like... No, Dumbass. you're not gonna put your lips on something you, that you was not. Like you don't have any hands have touched those bottles looking for the right soda or trying to get around it, and get the other soda next to it. Like you don't yeah. know. Like don't be stupid, stupid. You know. <laughs> but that being said, like th- that's a ridiculousness. I'm in line at the store. The guy is not six feet behind me, for one, because there's little marks on the floor that tell yeah, them where to go, and they just ignore it. And, and, and I hear typically the shopping cart in front of people is enough to like create a six foot barrier. You have a shopping cart, but yeah, when you deal with those so people behind me, I hear. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, like what the? I look back and the guy has taken the top off of a two liter bottle and is drinking That's straight out of it. Fucking crazy! And he says this to me. He just goes. When the mood strikes you. And I'm like, don't make me feel like I have to like agree with you. Don't agree with him. When the mood strikes you. I'm like, I didn't know how to respond. Okay, so, alright, okay. So, when we, when we worked retail, right? When we worked at, like, <laughs> we worked at Video Game Store Cease Fire. I don't know if we can say the name. We worked at a video game store, um... And, like, the, the customers that would be, like, were completely batshit absurd. Like, I worked at one in a mall one time, and you have those gates that you close, but somebody comes by to collect your garbage. Um, so we take the bag for the garbage, tie it up, and put it just outside the gate, um, and leave the gate, like, one, two feet uh, open, Right. Just big enough to toss the garbage out when we when we finished uh, collecting it, and I'm gathering the the garbage bags and compiling them into one big bag, and I'm getting ready to tie it and toss it out the the one to two foot gap that I left open, and I see fucking like Samara from the Ring crawling underneath my <laughs> gate, fucking customer like, are you open? I'm like, no, get out, right? <laughs> Like, you had to crawl on your belly to get in here? You're questioning if I'm open? The fuck is wrong with you? Right? So, with that being said, I tell you that story to tell you this story. Today, I am at the grocery store. I'm walking, like, this is, 
this is the grocery store. They have the those doors shut. They are not automatic. They have a guard at the door. Somebody leaves, somebody comes in with the guard's permission, maintaining the balance of people inside the store. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And as I'm about to walk out, I'm not quite at the door yet. I see this person pry the door open and the guard trying to stop him. And then the guard sees me about to leave and goes, you know what? This isn't worth it. And lets the guy in. I was like, the nerve of that fucking guy. Right? <laughs> like, was, how fucking privileged. These doors are closed and they're supposed to be automated. And this guard is fighting me. But I don't know why this guard would ever fight me and prevent me from coming in. So the mood sets me, guy. Right. Uh, he, I just looked at him and he was like a walking bad example. Oh, my God. Like, Aren't they always? So he's wearing shorts, <laughs> socks and sandals. No. A wife beater. Oh. A looks like a dirty face mask, which he's pulled down to his chin. Uh, he looks like he hasn't seen a shower in a month. Mm. He wasn't homeless. <laughs> like, I want to preface that. I'm not attacking someone who's homeless. I'm attacking a slob. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and then he's like, he's just like, mouth on the fucking two liter, drinking this that's diet so Pepsi. Gross. And I'm like, that's right. The guy is overweight. I'm not, not going to mince words. That doesn't have anything to do with being super nasty. Just looking at him, though. Like, I'm just all like, oh, man. Anyone that just wants to, like, do stupid behaviors. Every time I ever think to myself, like, oh, I don't have to worry about that. I'm just going to imagine that guy in my head. You know, like, don't be that guy. Well, you have you that know? guy, and I have the guy that had <laughs> driving 90 miles an hour on the freeway in Florida. Because, of course, it's Florida. It's pouring rain. His windshield wipers don't work, so he's got his entire torso out the window with a squeegee, clearing his windshield. Like, your head's out the the fucking car. You don't need to clear your windshield now. Like, this guy's bonkers. That's my, my standard for stupid nuts. You know? So you've got that guy, and I've got this guy. So I'm gonna look at that guy for the rest of the time, though, just like, be all like, am I that guy right now? Is the mood striking me? <laughs> If the mood's striking me, I need to back up and stop. And that is my final thought to everyone listening to the podcast today. If the mood strikes you, it doesn't mean you should do it. (laughs) Just because you can doesn't mean you should? Just because the urge hits you doesn't mean you should. Just because someone tells you should doesn't mean you should. Think about what you're doing at least a little bit more... And never wear a wife beater out of the house. You know... It's a good message, right? I think so. I think our show needs to have morals every... I think from now on it's going to be like, don't wear a wife beater outside. This Every episode, don't wear a wife beater outside. But also... You know, if the mood strikes you. If the mood strikes you. God damn it. I mean, wearing a wife beater isn't a, a big deal if you're like running in and out of the house or whatever. No. But... No, if you own a wife beater. For a quick errand. I'm talking about just like a normal, like, tank top kind of thing. I mean, it's been named a wife beater for a reason. Yeah. Like, it has a bad stigma. It does. (laughs) But we can take it back. They're not selling them at Neiman Marcus is what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, I got mine from there. You don't have a wife beater. You don't know that. I do. I fold your clothes every week. 
on that note, I think we'll call it here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, the next time you guys hear us, we'll be up and running with the regular podcast. Uh, distanced, but still drinking. Always drinking. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Forsooth Podcast is a trademark of Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. Forsooth Podcast is brought to you by Five Fire Monkeys Entertainment. No badgers were hurt in the recording or producing of Forsooth Podcast. If you or anyone you know was offended by this podcast, please contact your local congressman.